0: My name
1: is the Alpha Female, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa! G'day, menies! Bushwhack, Luke new kid, 2015 of famer and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah! Whoa! This is pro wrestling's only modern-day Viking gunner, and you're on Turnbuckle Talk.
0: Hey, this is Nick Magnus-Tolders, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Lita Blue Pants Bates, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk.
1: Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mount and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, f- <laughs> fellas, uh, you guys have a great day. And, and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my yeah. God! <laughs> That's a crazy. We've
0: had 70-degree weather here. For, oh, I mean, man. we really had a warm December. And I get on the phone with damn Canadians, and we're <laughs> spitting snow. So.
1: And that's right, I am one of those damn Canadians that Jeff Jarrett talked about. My name is Carl Carafel, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. Today's episode, we are going to be talking a little bit about what Medusa thinks of Billy Corgan. Name changes within the WWE. Full gear recap. Survivor Series preview. And some political warfare my name carl Carafell, and i am joined alongside oh so sweet to have this right now the natural astrid pizarro astrid i'm so excited that you're here <laughs> i know i know that this is um how do i say this you're doing other things while you're here. You're taking the time to be here while preparing for your broadcast that's going to be coming up at 1010 10 with you and Ed later tonight with taking over. Um, yeah, how the hell are you?
0: Well, doing better today that I got to sleep in after working for almost a week and a half in a row. Uh but yeah, I've been wanting to do this for over a year and a half now, I think, at this point. So I'm glad I'm here. I gotta do it finally.
1: And I'm happy that you were able to. CBRS, yes, those damn Canucks. Yeah, I'm one of them. I definitely am. I'm proud to be. I am proud to be. Astrid. We're gonna start things off with a woman. And a woman's point of view, when it comes to Billy Corrigan, and what's been going on with the NWA and former champion Nick Aldis. So now she has a she has a new podcast. Everybody, everybody's throwing those out. Make sure that you subscribe over at our local establishment to get access to all of those wonderful emotes that are there. Yes, I know that it's you, Chris. I know it's you. (laughs) I just want to make sure that I actually put out CBRS for you. I appreciate you, my friend. I appreciate you. And uh, the other Chris coming in here... What's up, Chris Parrish? We got two Chris's in here today. We got Basser in here as well. Basser 69. We've got Astrid. Let's talk with Astrid, people. (laughs) Let's talk with Astrid. We're going to talk a little bit about Medusa. So she has her own podcast, her own talk show that she just started. And I'm going to credit Medusa's Trash Talk for this, this is where it comes from. It comes from Medusa's Trash Talk, where she says, I think Billy is a well grounded man and business guy. He wouldn't be successful and he wouldn't be who he is if not. I think he already moved on. He's got the company going forward and a lot of positivity. So, I know that you understand everything that has been going on with the NWA and Nick Aldis and everything that's been going on. Give me your thoughts on what Medusa has to say
0: here. I, I can't really agree with her at the moment. Hopefully she it changes her mind. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm I support the eldest family with everything that's been going on. And even the cyber decision, it just, it was not it for me either. So as, as little as I watch NWA, I'm not interested in watching it right now, just mostly because of Tyrus. I mean, if you consider that to be your world champion in the face of your company, yeah, and that's not it.
1: <laughs> no, no, it isn't. It's bullshit. Bullshit. They de- okay, so maybe I, I, can, I can take a look at it from Billy's perspective just for a moment. Mm. Maybe he's thinking... This guy does a lot with like Fox, with Fox News. Yeah. So maybe if we make him our world champion, maybe that will get a little bit more eyes put onto the company. Um, but he was a champion with them for a while. He was the national champion mm-hmm. for a while. And it did nothing for the company. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I'm trying, I'm trying to make sense of this. I'm trying to make a little bit of heads or tails.
0: Yeah, I'm guessing he's probably thinking just like, even if it's negativity, we're still getting publicity. People are still mentioning us, so it kind of works out in his favor in a way. But right. at the same time, if you want people may watch it now, but if you want people to stay watching your product, then that shouldn't be like your postal board, to put it that way for your company right. because people are gonna know who he is, know what's you know the. I'm not, I don't wanna I'm not want i am not going to say that word because we're live on Twitch, but the essay allegations uh <laughs> right? things like that like those are things that follow your name, so if somebody wants to Google him, that ain't great either.
1: That's exactly what they're gonna see yeah one hundred percent that's exactly what they're gonna see, and it's not a good look at all. First off, bam on top, tabbed, yes. Thank you for joining and stopping in here. And then, hey, my ladies. Um, oh, maybe I need to read the whole thing. Hey, my ladies were on, so I'm a bit late. Okay. But hey, hey, to my tag partner once again, <laughs> even if only for a night. Thank you, Ed, for coming in here. You know I love you. You know I love you. Uh, Parish is almost pretty much correct right here nwa right now stands for not watchable anymore that sucks (laughs) it does unfortunately i love the nwa i've always loved the nwa product um and it sucks that it is in the state that it's in right now over the last two episodes of turnbuckle talk i've actually talked about the nwa and the issues that they're having uh, i guess maybe maybe the star power name of alundra blaze or medusa is trying to save some face for the company yeah. it's about the only thing that i can figure
0: pretty much <laughs> yeah there's something else i can think of, but i just if you think about it from her point of view, but if you talk positive about him, so that he brings her back in if any, if she's not working with him at this point, but it just, it kind of works out in her favor. She just affiliates herself with him in a way. But again, people are going to end up remembering this quote later on. And just like with Tyrus is going to follow you later on too.
1: Right. It definitely is. This is something that's going to follow Medusa now around forever. She's going to be known as the person that um, sided with Billy Corgan, which may or may not be a good thing. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I just I don't know. I just don't know. This is something else that I don't really know about. We talked about the WWE and name changes. Before we came on here, before we hopped on. And you actually made me aware that things have changed back. <laughs> Even from earlier today when I went and took a look at things, things have now changed back. What we're talking about is Michin You don't know who Michin is? Oh, sorry. We're talking about Mia Yim. So now... Meechin means crazy in Korean. Good name. Awesome. I like it. As a nickname.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, why not? Just keep it to the same. Just Don't make it official,
1: though. Yeah. <laughs> so the report that I'm looking at here, which came out yesterday... Let me see. Yeah, yesterday. At eleven forty-five PM says WWE's official website made several changes to Mia Yim's profile, referring to her as only Michin. In the bio that recaps her WWE journey, including her participation in the inaugural Mae Young Classic in 2017, her run in NXT, and her recent return to the promotion as the solution to the OC's Rhea problem. The bio does not include any information about her time as a member of Retribution, however. So it has now since changed back I do not see any, anything on here anymore about Mee Mi Just Mia Yim. Now, before we came on, you had even said yourself, you were like, they changed it again? <laughs> A name change again? I, w- I want to hear from you. What do you feel when it comes to all these stupid name changes that continuously happen?
0: I feel like at least in her case, you could have easily put it in quotations to make it look like a nickname. And just one thing of like, you know, her friends call her that kind of situation, but not leave it as a permanent name. Uh, but at the same time, it does seem like it could be a copyright kind of situation because I think Mia wants to own her name even after she's done with the marriage, it, which from her point of view, makes sense uh, right. for her to own that name as well. But like you said, it's just like if you're going to put that in, like, I, I said it with, like, people in NXT as well. Just, like, if you're going to say that, then just introduce her as that name to begin with. I feel like it sounds a lot better if you just come up with that name rather than have it be B-I-E-N for, like, a week or two and then change it to that and then change it back again. And I said that about NXT as well. I had people, like, for example, with uh, Casey Canozaro and Katana Chance now. And it's just, like, you could have at least introduced her as that name when she started. Because, for example, Kate and Carter used to be Lazy. Amber watching her as Lacey in the Million Classic but yes. when she started NXT they changed it to Kaden Carter so they're just like I'm familiar with Kaden now because I've seen her longer as Kaden than as Lacey
1: <laughs> it's yeah some of them are okay yeah. like that one because we got used to it right um, what about Butch
0: <sighs> that one I'm not over <laughs> No matter how much I try, it's like that's Pete done to me. I could never change that name in my mind. Like it's it could be for me, like could have been a nickname as well. It could have been Pete Dunn quotations butch, because that's what his friends call him. Something like that. And just right for they can easily reference him that way when they're teaming up with him, for example. But not to change the name after you've had him on TV for how long now and people know him that's that way. Same thing with like Gunter and Walters, like we're used to the name, yeah, but at the same time. Just introduce him that way to begin with instead of changing it like halfway.
1: And that that I found to be absolutely ridiculous. Them changing it like halfway through. Yeah. And when everybody knew that this was that person, right? And now you're changing it. It it's just it doesn't make sense. Just doesn't make sense. Joe coming in here saying, Very cool to see you on Turnbuckle Tight Turnbuckle Talk Tonight, Astrid. <laughs> I can't spoke today. Yeah. I, I My English is not very good. Yeah. So Mia Yim uh, apparently has now gone back to Mia Yim on the WWE's official website. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll have to see what happens with this. We could very well see it change back again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm really hoping that we don't. Chris Best says, it reminds me of when Vader came to the WWF, the World Wrestling Federation. I don't need no pandas coming after me. Vince wanted to change his name to the Mastodon, but Jim Cornette vetoed that, and I'm glad he did. I'm glad he did. Um, they did allow him to, like, have like some mastodon persona go on with vader which was absolutely fantastic but i'm glad that they didn't actually change the name yeah
0: doesn't get the same vibe either
1: <laughs> no it doesn't it doesn't words are hard joe <laughs> words are hard
0: yeah tell that to yeah. my bilingual brain
1: yeah <laughs> right I'm not even bilingual. I tried. <laughs> I tried learning uh, French in school, but uh, uh, j'ai parle juste un peu français. That's
0: I like a as jam- much bon as much. Bonjour, je jam- me fais la street. That's all.
1: Oh, and then and then comme ça va? Uh,
0: ça va. Comme si comme ça. That's <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: Like, I will not be a French tutor. I can't be. Yes, Joe. One of the few things that Jim Cornette has done right. Something that seems to have gone right, but maybe seems to have gone wrong. Depends on whose Twitter you're looking at. Is this latest pay-per-view from All Elite Wrestling? Uh, Je ne sais pas. D'accord. I can sound it. <laughs> I don't know what it means. Um, mm. maybe it says "Je ne sais pas." Uh, "Je ne sais pas." I am not d'accord. Um, I am not dickered Oh, it means I do not agree. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That sounds better than I am not dickered. Yes. <laughs> All Elite Wrestling had a pay-per-view, uh, one of their biggest pay-per-views to date, full gear 2022. We had three pre-show matches. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 regular card matches, <laughs> giving us really a total of about five hours of aew programming starting with zero hour did you get to see any of full gear
0: i didn't i get to watch clips on you on twitter because what that's what i I see on my timeline most of the time uh but no i was working unfortunately i haven't been able to watch it entirely the way i wanted to
1: okay no understandable um normally after pay-per-view on here we just kind of uh Run through the cards super quick, give the times of things, and then uh, just discuss it as a whole. So we'll discuss what you have seen in clips as a whole. Uh, We had the best friends defeat the factory in a 10-man tag team match in 11 minutes, 55 seconds. Ricky Starks defeated Brian Cage by pinfall to move on to the finals of the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament semifinals that was the semifinal match in exactly 10 minutes exactly 10 minutes which is interesting eddie kingston defeated akiyama in a singles match in 10 minutes and 30 seconds and then afterwards i'm sure you saw some clips of this um just super emotional got on the stick and uh really pumped up the crowd as best as he could for The show coming up and really thanked um, Akiyama for what he did uh, and for allowing him to face off together, which was really nice. We started the show off with a cage match, which I found interesting because I'm not used to seeing cage matches right off the hop when it comes into a pay-per-view. But we got Jungle Boy defeating Luchasaurus by submission. In 18 minutes and 40 seconds. Yes, there was color in the first matchup on AEW programming. Are we surprised? (laughs) No. We had Death Triangle defeat the Elite. Yes, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are back. And yes, they were defeated by death triangle for the trios championships. I was honestly shocked and surprised that that happened. I want to touch on that for a second. I want to get your thoughts on the elite, not taking the spotlight in their comeback.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting when you think about it that way because when you see a return as big as theirs, you expect them to win those titles that they never lost. So they have more of a reason to have them back. But I think it's also a good way to bring them up here because you see the death triangle and you see them even more powerful and they look even better knowing that they beat the on their return. And it wasn't just like, here, we'll give you the belts back kind of situation. And it'll be like, you're basically earning your way to them, which I like uh, seeing with them. And it's nice to not see them in that sort of spotlight right away, that they're basically earning their way back in to winning those championships when they do. So I think that's interesting in you know, the way they're building it up, especially with that seven match series coming up. So that's another factor to that too. But I was very shocked that they didn't win for sure as well when I saw the clips, but uh, overall happy with the entrance and I'm glad to so that the, the triangle definitely won it. So just, it's nice to see that they were not just title holders while the lead was out.
1: I fully agree with that. I am very happy that it wasn't just like they were placeholders because I was very concerned about that. Um, thankfully, it wasn't. But then, so we thought that this was going to be it. We thought that this was just the match. Everything was done until, no. We find out during the show that it is going to be Match one of a best of seven series. I personally don't know if I want to see this seven times. I was good with the one. (laughs) Joe comes in here, says, to be brutally honest, I am not digging what AEW is doing currently. I'm actually enjoying the WWE more now. WWE is just doing things more responsibly. AEW just feels like amateurs in comparison right now. Shots fired.
0: <laughs> I think it's ironic that he said that because even myself, I have not been watching AEW like I used to. Been that I used to do a watch-along for it. So I feel like I enjoy the product, but at the same time, you feel like you were obligated to watch it because you're doing a watch-along too. But honestly, I have been watching more NXT and then Raw and SmackDown. And I haven't been right. watching AW as much. And I haven't missed it much either. I just watched the clips I see on, on Twitter, YouTube. And that's been about it for me right now. Uh, the pay-per-view, I am going to try to watch it sometime this week. Now that I'm off from work, so I can dive into exactly what happened in detailing. Yes. But yeah, overall, I haven't been watching as much.
1: Understandable. Understandable so we had that matchup best of seven now is what it's going to be okay then we had a woman's matchup this one was unfortunately very much so a miss it was Jade Cargill taking on Nyla Rose a singles match for the AEW TBS Championship eight minutes is as long as this lasted. And I think it was about six minutes too long. Did you see anything from this yet?
0: I think I saw like a little clip here and there from that one too, but it's just, I understand you You want to keep Jay the way you're keeping her, but at the same time, somebody like Nyle who's so big and powerful, you don't expect her to have a match. That's, it seems short in a way for them as well and after the back and forth with the championship too that's another thing so I don't know I just feel like it could have had more time but I haven't seen the entire thing to be like oh I, they should just cut it in like two minutes into this or so um, overall but I understand where they're coming from but I don't know ten minutes isn't even like long enough for a women's match
1: Papa Parish coming in here with um, yeah yep, yep if AEW was a dog it would be a dalmatian because the only thing that sets them apart are the spots yeah (laughs) (laughs) our local establishment yes those guys up there you see that logo up there they're saying good evening carl and astrid thank you so much to whichever person is running that right now it's got to be somebody that we know Uh, Joe says, also, AEW needs to start toning down those media scrums, especially once more sponsorship starts to happen. I agree. At the same time, I think that, um, so yes, the whole CM Punk thing was a whole debacle. Did you see any of the media scrum, Astrid? Astrid?
0: I saw the bit of uh, MJF and a little bit of the Jungle Boy part. I think that's where the... Okay.
1: That's good because that's exactly what I wanted to talk about there was the MJF. That's MJF. That's the character, people. So you're going to do that in front of the media. Yes, you want to do that in front of the media because you know that they're going to record it. You know that they're going to clip it. You know that they're going to be doing it. Right? Like that's exactly what was needed. And I'm so happy that he actually did that, but for the, for, for the rest of it. Yes. Yes. I understand. Um, yeah, Mike (laughs) eight minutes was too long. Honestly, I'd love to have Nyla and Jade on the, uh, made card or mid card. Um, but this wasn't worth the pre show yeah main card main on the main card is what he i believe he was trying to say there but yeah this matchup really was not even worth the pre-show unfortunately and that actually sucks chris best coming in here saying i'm all for women's wrestling and i really want to like the aew's women's roster but i'm really having a hard time caring for them um Astrid.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you there. I feel like the booking itself, I think it's it's been okay. It has a little bit of improvement. I'm not, I don't want to say entirely, but just like I care for the ladies like in the roster, but I don't care for them on TV because of the way they're booked because I, I support these ladies, but it's hard to even watch anything when these storylines, that, they don't make any sense. They have more time on Dark and Elevation than you know the show itself so um, I, they, they definitely need to improve on that end of it so I'm glad they had a, a three uh, three matches for the women on the card one not involved in a championship so that was a little progress on that end of it but I right. need to do better on the weekly shows though
1: so you did mention dark and dark elevation and I wanted to kind of touch on that do you think that they're being showcased uh better on the YouTube shows than they are on television
0: yeah sometimes they, most of the time I see most Clips on their ladies' matches, and not only that, but I feel like they're using a lot of more indie talent so that it helps out bringing their audience to watch the YouTube shows, and they can easily do that for the weekly shows too.
1: Yes, Bobby Munson coming in here as well. Uh, Bobby Munson was the one that was talking to us from the OLE Twitch page there, which was perfectly fine. Um, Chris Parrish, yes, I'm going to say the actual word, although it was it is one that I normally do not say on this program, but the context behind it, okay? The thank you, fuck you, bye, and the scrum should have ended there. I agree. I fully agree with that. MJF should have come in at some other point, not right at the beginning, right? So Jungle Boy had a great matchup. Awesome. Let's get him in there for, for a quick little media scrum. Um, Jamie Hayter, right? So for that huge win as well, Yes. And then have, you know, like Death Triangle, who retained their championships, come in. And during that, then you have MJF come in, say his piece, the thank you, F you, bye. And then things just end right there.
0: Yeah.
1: That's how I would have done it. That's how I yeah. would have done they could it.
0: They are gonna end up recording it anyway, putting it on social media. So they could have just recorded and putting it on YouTube later or even Twitter.
1: Right? They could have. Bobby, I have to agree with you here. MJF is pure gold. Everything he does is years beyond his actual experience. Yes. Joe, you are right here. Too many F shots for major sponsors to want to come on board. Yeah, yeah, I, I fully agree with that, too. Like, it, it is. And that sucks. And and thankfully, we have. God damn it, Bobby. And, you know, thankfully, we have. amazing sponsor in rogue energy all of you canadians that are out there you need to go and hit up rogue energy and let them know that you want the brand new cans sold in canada Because they are not selling them here as of yet. Rogue Energy, you see the QR code there underneath the beautiful Astrid Pizarro. We are going to put the code up for you right now. Use that promo code OLEPODS for 10% off your purchase. Rogue Energy is absolutely amazing. Your best option is to buy the starter pack, which is going to get you a shaker cup. It's going to get you some samples and... And yes, they even offer free samples that you can put into your cart as well. You pay shipping on them, but come on. Shipping for free product is absolutely fantastic. Go and check them out. RogueEnergy.com or click that QR code because, well, that's the way the world's going, man. Get with the times. Click the QR code. Have you ordered anything yet, Astrid?
0: No, I've been sticking to my Red Bull, unfortunately.
1: (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. I have not been able to uh, order anything yet either, but I am sticking with my non-sponsored Dr. Pepper here as well. Every single week. I'd like to say once a day, but I can't say that. Because sometimes (laughs) it's two or three or four a day. Um yeah thank you dr pepper and thank you rogue energy for the amazing products that you have there as well so we're going to finish off full gear here super quick we had the jade cargill nyla rose match which was arguably no it was the worst matchup of the night i don't think anybody will argue that then we had chris jericho Defeat Daniel or Brian Danielson, Claudio, and Sammy Guevara in a four-way matchup for the Ring of Honor Championship. What the F, David Blaine? Um, I I honestly did not expect that. I understand why they did it. I understand why. You're going to relaunch? What better name to have, right? What better name to have than Chris Jericho? Probably one of the most favorite matchups of the night for a lot of people. We had Dr. Britt Baker defeated by the returning Soraya. Soraya. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Soraya. Do
1: 12 minutes and 30 seconds. Everybody absolutely lost their shit, and the the crowd went absolutely quiet after Soraya's first big bump. Everyone was scared. <laughs> it was a good matchup, though. If you you haven't seen this one yet, have you?
0: No, I saw the clip of the bump. Is it? I think by the on the floor, right?
1: um there was a there was a couple of them yes the one on the floor and then there was a big one in the ring yeah yeah oh yeah yeah chris best yes says that it used to be uh like six a night when we worked together um you know over over they're doing some uh you know call center work it was a lot of them Samoa, you definitely need to see that sarea match like, I 100%. Definitely, I'm I like
0: definitely a big oh. fan of hers. I, I met her once, too, no, twice actually. She's definitely seriously, like, yeah. I I'm jealous. It. I had it with the NXT championship that I don't want to talk about at this point. Um, but I met her later. What well, after I think before she returned the last time, uh, yeah, it was a couple of weeks before she returned with Mandy and Sonia. Okay. And I, yeah, and I talked to her and I told her that I missed her, that I wanted her back, and a couple weeks later she returned. <laughs> um, but uh, she's always been super nice to me. I, I I loved her influence. Like she's one of the people that made me love NXT when I started watching it because I kept thinking, "There's my emo girl wrestling." Right. So that's how I thought about it. So I was able to like identify with her, and uh, really when it came to her character. So when I saw that she returned, I I screamed my family was thinking something happened because <laughs> they heard me scream that loud. And I cried while she was returning to. so she she holds a special place in my heart. She's one of those people, so I definitely oh. am I looked I watched that like the entrance clip they posted on Twitter, but I'm looking forward to watching that one though
1: that that's that's absolutely amazing. I love that. <laughs> I'm super jealous. I am super jealous. She's one name that I have always wanted to meet that I have not been able to as of yet yet. Samoa Joe defeated Wardlow and Hobbs by technical submission for the AEW TNT Championship so now we have Samoa Joe as the Ring of Honor Television Champion and the TNT Champion what
0: yeah. <laughs> that was exactly the reaction right
1: I could have seen it go to go to Hobbs. But if you're going to have Samoa Joe as like your Ring of Honor television champion and kind of like bringing him back into the Ring of Honor fold, why are we giving him a championship in AEW? Especially when you're talking about wanting to keep them like as separate entities.
0: Yeah, Can you not make only any that, sense but of Warlo. that? Yeah, and even Warlow. Warlow's so popular to him with that championship. I feel it made sense for the moment. But I don't know why they would just take it away from him that way. It just That part it the shocking when I saw the picture of Joe with both titles. But I yeah. wonder what the plan is after because of it. Um But yeah, just like Warlow's so popular right now, I wouldn't have taken it away from him yet.
1: I wouldn't have either. I definitely would have. The matchup only lasted 9 minutes and 55 seconds, uh, but it was a fantastic matchup, though. I have to give it that. It was fantastic. One of maybe the not-so-fantastic matchups of the night as well. We had a no-disqualification tag team matchup that only lasted 11 minutes between Sting and Darby Allen taking on Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal who had Sanjay Dutt and uh, Satnam Singh by ringside. We actually had Sting and Darby Allin go over. I was surprised at that as well.
0: I feel like they keep winning. Yeah, they keep winning as a team together, but nothing really happens. They just have random people come in, face them, they win, move on. (laughs) So I don't know what the direction is when it comes to both of them, they just keep going this way. It feels like a routine at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's all it seems like. Unfortunately. I would like to see more. Maybe from Darby Allen. Maybe a little less Sting and a little more Darby. Yeah, I love you, Sting, but a little less, Steve, please. Match of the night for me. Not because it was the best matchup of the night or anything of the sorts. But just for personal reasons, we had the singles match for the interim. I freaking hate that word. I hate that they're calling it the interim. I am not going to. We had a matchup for the AEW Women's World Championship. We had Jamie Hayter defeating Tony Storm to win that championship. I nearly lost my shit. I was... (laughs) tearing up grabbing the tissues yes oh my god this was fantastic i'm very happy about that and i hope that this isn't just a transitional type of thing i hope that they actually give her a good run with this what do you want to see out of jamie Hayter as the women's world champion
0: I feel like this is going to... At first, in my mind, the plan was they're going to hold off and keep as champion. So that way she's the one that faces Thunder Rosa when she returns. So when I saw this happen, I kept thinking, the end game has to be her and Britt, doesn't it? Because it's I feel like it's the only kind of storyline for me at the moment that makes sense. Because we right. haven't had any other interaction of Jamie with anybody else but Britt this whole time. So I feel like it just makes sense of like, hey, I helped you win. But at the same time, I'm the one that has been champion. I'm the, like the face of the group, basically. And just like Jamie being that kind of person, be like, I worked my butt up to get this championship. So it's like, right? I should have it as well. So I feel like that will be interesting, especially if they decide to add Thunder Rosa later on. He can just say, you know, I'm still champion. So it could end up being between Jamie and uh, Britt Baker, or you can have Thunder Rosa added to the mix as well. And even Tony getting that rematch. So I feel like, like those are the kind of the ways I see it happening. But uh, it shocked me in that way, because I kept thinking in my mind, it's Thunder Rosa and Tony, that's it. So I I didn't expect that championship uh, change there. But like you said, I hit that intro in part two, I said that too during uh, one of the episodes of uh, the Ladies Wrestling Showcase as we talked about it, because I just had the person vacate the title. I love Thunder Rosa, don't get me wrong. Right. To have somebody be like, I'm fighting for the interim world championship. It just, it doesn't have a good ring to it. You can easily no. just have them pick it, the title, they can get a rematch when they return. Simple so as that.
1: Right, and it, it, when you watch the media scrum afterwards that is available on YouTube, um, we may not have that word interim much longer. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Go and watch the media scrum. You'll see. We had the acclaimed Defeating Swerve in Our Glory to keep the AEW tag team championships. Um we saw Swerve in our glory essentially peace out split up done. Yes, Joe. Uh it does feel like they're giving up on Darby. Yes, I, I did I did want to hit that point for you. And I'm okay. I'm okay with Swervinar Glory breaking up. I'm okay with Keith Lee going out on his own. I'm okay with uh, Strickland being on his own as well. Your thoughts on this team splitting?
0: No, I enjoy them as a team. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, it does make sense, especially if you keep kind of swerving that heel persona. And Keith Lee, I feel like the way he's so likable that you can easily have him as a face, and the crowd will definitely enjoy him either way. So it makes sense for them to split up and um, probably going against each other sometime soon the way it kind of seemed to me from what I've seen on clips but yeah I I don't mind them breaking up I had a feeling this was going to be like sooner or later the next couple yeah. weeks that we're going to break up so it's something that right. I expected
1: <laughs> last match of the night ended with just insane shit happening Um, yeah we're going to talk about that in just a moment here. Let's get to Joe's comment. Swerve intrigues me more as a singles guy or a leader of a large faction. Yes, I get that. Um, yeah, leader of a large faction, I can understand. Uh, but I, I'd just rather him be on, on, his, on his singles career, personally. AEW World Championship matchup. This was MJF's Casino Ladder Poker Chip Cash-In matchup john moxley the champion with william regal taking on mjf shenanigans ensue we see mjf reach as he always does in big time matchups for that dynamite diamond ring and then we see william regal come down yell at him and say, I will punch you in the face. I will smash your face. Don't use that. And MJF threw the ring out of the ring. Yeah. Yeah. He threw the jewelry outside of the ring. All for us to find out that there was collusion going on William Regal passing a pair of brass knuckles into MJF. MJF using those brass knuckles and pinning John Moxley to win the AEW championship.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: so it looks like... Um, The BCC is done. I don't know. Maybe they'll continue it on without William Regal. But I don't know if you really can. Mox is going to go and he's taking some time off. This looks like it's the end of the uh, BCC. And we now have MJF as the world champion. One of the greatest heels in the business today is their champion. And I'm excited for this, Astrid. What about you?
0: Yeah, I'm excited for it because I just feel it gives you so many possibilities now, which just gives you something new to and renews that motivation for you to watch it. And Paul Moxie can finally go his vacation as well that he's been delaying for who knows how long at this point. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't remember what context it was. I remember Parrish and I were talking about the brass knuckles thing and that it was going to happen eventually. So, this is that part wasn't surprising when I saw it. Uh, I always see like William Rigo is kind of like the heel guy. So, right. I saw something in that like happening somehow. Um, it just, I wasn't expecting, you know, it's always like with Ada, I mean, there's always some shitty happening on, during the match. So, it's kind of rare for you not to see it. So, I expected that to happen too. But um, yeah, just kind of disappointed to see like BCC end this way. I'm guessing that would probably just call it comeback club at this point and just have Yuta and Cesaro together, maybe. Because I'm like, why would you break them up if they're still being like a tag team in a way? And just, but other than that, I'm interested to see how it goes out there.
1: Me too, actually. Apparently, Joe is not. Joe says, not sure how I feel about that match. I don't like how factions always break up the same way. I wish groups would stay together longer. It just feels like the faction breakup is predictable now. Mm-hmm. And as he usually finishes his statements. But your results may vary. Yes. Um it has become predictable. It definitely has. Unfortunately. <sighs> I don't know if we're ever going to get away from that, though, because that's just pro wrestling. And maybe that's the wrong way to think of it. Maybe that's the wrong way to see it, but that's just pro wrestling. We've got a little bit more pro wrestling coming up here. We are going to take just a quick break here we do need to get in some of the other sponsors as well and uh stick with us because we are going to be right back and we're going to be talking about survivor series and then some political warfare yes who knows what that is but we'll be talking about it
0: promotional consideration paid for by the following wrestling a love and a passion we all share i've started a wrestling brand
1: The wrestling brand.
0: A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connects emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow. The wrestling brand.
1: official, Turnbuckle Studios shop is open. Official merchandise from all the favorite shows, plus merchandise you can only find here. Stuff from Turnbuckle Studios, Carl Carafel Unboxes, The Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke, miscellaneous products that you can only find here beats and beatdowns, and turnbuckle talk. Find all this merchandise exclusively at carlcarafell.redbubble.com. And welcome back from those commercial breaks. We really do appreciate all of you. Make sure you're checking out CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Use the promo code JKPODCAST and you're going to get yourself 10% off your entire purchase over there. Beats and Beatdowns is coming back for season two very, very soon. And we are very excited about it. We are actually going to be having our live show for our season finale which is going to be absolutely amazing more to come on that and if you're looking for any merchandise from any of the shows that are available here on turnbuckle studios then we need you to go over and check out carlcarafell.redbubble.com and you can get all of your merchandise over there thank you so much for sticking around with us here we are back we got two more topics here but we do need to make sure that we uh tell everyone and show everyone that even joe is excited for beats and beat downs yes i will uh, i'll get a hold of you and it's going to be happening very very soon WWE does not do pay-per-views anymore. WWE does premiere live events, so we need to shift our verbiage right now. We talked about English being hard earlier. Yes, this is going to be a little bit hard. Okay. WWE has a premium live event, a PLE happening Survivor Series happening this Saturday They've changed things up a little bit, though. Daddy H has been doing some uh, different things with the company, and he has now made Survivor Series War Games. I'm going to run through the card here really quick from... Um, like bottom to the top, I guess I'm going to say. So we got the United States championship matchup that was just made last night on Monday Night Raw. We're going to have Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory in a triple threat match. We're going to have a War Games matchup with the Brawling Brutes, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens versus The Bloodline. (sighs) okay so to joe it's still pay-per-views It's still pay-per-views to me damn it uh we need a watch along uh survivor series watch along just saying uh maybe we'll, we will definitely have to see Ple was just a typo it really meant to say ole yes it did uh, this is the interaction that, that we absolutely love here on this program where all of you in that chat are like our co-hosts, and it's absolutely fantastic. We're going to have probably what I think is a huge miss for the WWE right now, but I kind of understand where they're going with it. We're going to have AJ Styles taking on Finn Balor, where we could have had AJ Styles and the OC taking on Finn Balor and the Judgment Day. I think that that would have been a lot better. But that's just me. We're going to have Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I am expecting nothing out of this except Ronda Rousey is going to win. Boo. Boo. I'm not happy with that. Now the most intriguing. We are going to have Team Bel Air taking on damage control in a War Games matchup. Um, we still don't know who one of these competitors are. We do know that Dakota Kai, EOSky, Bailey, Nikki Cross, and Raya Ripley. Are going to be on team damage control on team bel-air we have got obviously bianca bel-air we now have mia yim oscar and alexa bliss with still a mystery person to be on the team uh before i get over to your thoughts here astrid joe says i prefer aj and finn having a singles match and let them have more of a new japan pro wrestling style matchup i'd be okay with that definitely i would be okay with that if they did that chris best saying they could have had the oc versus judgment day in a traditional survivor series match just to keep with the tradition of the event. Now, when I say the OC versus the Judgment Day, I'm meaning a mixed tag team matchup as well. I wanted the women involved. I didn't just want three-on-three men's matchup. I wanted four-on-four, including the two women in there. They're in other places, as we just heard, unfortunately. What are your thoughts here, Astrid, on this matchup specifically this war games matchup and who you think this mystery person is
0: i think it wasn't just because of the rumors but based on the fact that they said they're announcing it on smackdown it made me think it had to be becky lynch because becky is going to end up being on smackdown and defeated with ronda eventually and get that one on one match we didn't get from them probably at wrestlemania most likely um At the same time, I wish it could have... Maybe they'll do something similar because I feel like Alexa has been kind of distant from the group. Whenever the group is together, Alexa's a little bit further apart than the rest of the members. So it makes me think like maybe something would happen there and she really won't be a part of it. But I think it would have been nice for... Like maybe for her in a way, have something with Bray, have her leave the group and then have Sasha Naomi come in instead. Because I feel like Sasha Naomi makes more sense going against... EO and Dakota on the other side. Um, But knowing based on what's happening at the moment, I just think it's Becky Lynch.
1: Okay. Very, very interesting. I've got a name that I don't think that many people are going to probably agree with. I have two names, actually. What if it's going to be a Lacey Evans? Or what if it is a Sarah Logan? Taking a look at the photo that's there we're seeing like a brown hood that's there um what if it's sarah logan this new viking gimmick stick that they've it really isn't they they actually do live a viking life okay so it, it's it's their life but i'm thinking it's sarah
0: logan I thought about it, but I feel like if it, they reveal it, it's whether it's Lacey or, or Sarah, I feel like it's not going to get the hype they're expecting from the crowd on SmackDown or the crowd of the pay-per-view. So that's the part I'm like. PLE. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah quote unquote PLE. I even still call them per views. And my mom said, you don't pay for them but, like paper views. And I said, I don't care at this point. <laughs> um but yeah I feel like it's not gonna have the reaction from the crowd we expected to have. You need to have a big name in there. So it either has to be for me at least Becky, Charlotte, Sasha or Naomi. And some one of the, you know one of has to be one of those. So if you don't have any of those or maybe perhaps a it's Knox but I feel like the some kind of names that will not get the reaction. or Even Candace, so it could be the other one. But there's certain names that won't get that reaction. They're expecting that they do put them in there.
1: It's going to be very interesting. And I definitely. Okay, so this has intrigued me. This has intrigued me enough. That I. Am going to be tuning in. For SmackDown. Yeah. Because I want to find out. I want to find out. Parish says New Japan Pro Wrestling, N-double, NJPW really stands for Naya snacks prefers watering holes. Or Naya jacks prefers watering holes. Chris Best says the rumor going around is that it is Becky Lynch, which I could I could see as well. Chris Parrish says, could also be Tegan Knox, but Becky wears weird-ass clothing, so the hood could be one of those weird things Becky wears. Very good point. Very good point. If anyone knows a hole, it's Nia Snacks, says Joe. Yes. Yes, that's very true. Either way, this PLE, I'm excited for, to be honest with you, um... Especially to have war games actually make its way onto the bigger stage of the WWE. Um, it is not just a NXT thing now, but it's being put out there to more people, and I'm excited for this because I think it's a pretty cool concept. I think it is. We come to the main event of the program here now. Uh, Yes, we are going to be talking political warfare. Progressive liberal wrestler has received threats following the U.S. midterms. Oh my God. <laughs> Heels over strong. Is that a phrase that's out there? Heels over strong. So, a wrestler who appears in the Appalachian area independent scene has a heel persona of being a vocal supporter of left wing politicians and is finding that this presence has begun to create a rise of the audience and really starting to make some agitation since the midterm elections earlier this month. Um, CNN was actually there, and CNN uh, did a report with wrestler Dan Harnsberger, who created the persona of the progressive liberal Dan Richards following the 2016 presidential election. He initially appeared wearing trunks, featuring the image of Hillary Clinton on them while making anti-Donald Trump statements to the predominantly right-wing audience at the matches. He more recently has worn shirts adorned in all over print with Joe Biden's image and even ones with Kamala Harris on them as well. This is absolutely insane that a heel character in an independent scene is essentially being threatened. He has had stuff thrown at him. He has had rocks thrown at him. The crowd has been so frustrated that they have uh, tried to hop over the the guardrails that are there and beat the living piss out of this person. I'm not American. I don't understand what's going on here. I understand the differences between the red and the blue, right? I get all of that, but what the actual hell, Astrid, can you can you can you maybe <laughs> explain a little bit of this to me or or to to those who might not understand?
0: I feel like I didn't have the words when I saw that to be... <laughs> well, I want to clarify. Um, Technically, I'm not American. I'm from Puerto Rico. I right. I have been living here long enough to know what that's like. Um, But yeah, just like it just shows you how politics can be such a like sensitive subject at this point <laughs> if you think about it that way. But I just... I understand you may not agree with somebody because even as just like regular characters, I don't agree with all the faces. I don't agree with all the heels, but... Doesn't mean I'm going to send them death threats and throw them stuff when I see them. I mean, just, they're entertainers. So, why would you try to do that to them in the first place? Just because they have a different opinion than you do. We all have different opinions. We're all human beings as well. So, plus, if you think about it this way, you see so many wrestlers, whether it's AEW, WWE. You may see them as the characters. So you're not going to know really what they believe in or unless they really say it. So you never know really what their opinion is or let the, the topic comes up somehow, which it really does in that end of it. So why would you do that to somebody? It's just I, I still don't understand it. I really don't. And I'm telling you, and then at this point, politics is such a sore subject here. Yeah, that ain't it, though.
1: <laughs> I I definitely don't understand it either at all and you know what i say we have naya snacks off all holes just as this has gone off total rails and even this here so harnsberger has actually gone on record to say it's a different kind of hate now it's at a level that i haven't experienced previously uh he's been personally threatened with violence By audience members who uh, wanted to set his trunks on fire. And another one who actually had a switchblade with them. (sighs) This is just absolutely insane. That people would go to this kind of level. But. Okay, but. Joe says it right here. Old school heal heat it definitely is it definitely has gotten over and I guess it kind of shows that maybe kayfabe really is not fully dead that maybe people maybe people still believe maybe it's still real to them damn it uh monkey 99 thank you so much for coming in here he says what's wrong with people can't they understand it's scripted I personally don't like using that word just a personal thing um, says the d- I'll say it can't they understand it's fake politics is all scripted it's not like real or it's not real like wrestling is you idiots <laughs> I'm going to reread that again. (laughs) What's wrong with people? Can't they understand it's fake? Politics is all scripted. It's not real like wrestling is. You idiots. I agree with that. I agree 100% with that. Uh, Chris Bass says it's kind of pathetic when people blow a political character out of proportion. Remember when Glenn Beck attacked Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Joe is coming in saying Iron Sheik used to do shit like that all the time. In fact, I think he still does. If you are not following him on the Twitter box, go and do it because it is super entertaining yes it is do you follow him Astrid
0: no but I get his tweets on my timeline all the time as if I follow him anyway <laughs> so.
1: right you don't have to follow him he just shows up Mel Ball coming in here thank you so much for coming in appreciate you Wait, wait that's, at, that's, that's the that's the pose for Astrid not for Mel <laughs> Mel's got to get her own pose damn it yeah And Mel, you know, Joe saying, hi, Mel. And Mel saying, hi, Joe. There we go. Yeah. All in all, this has been a fantastic evening. And I am super excited that I was able to have the one, the only, the natural Astrid Pizarro here with me today. We definitely have to do more of this. Um, I want you to tell people what you're doing, what you're up to. And where they can find you.
0: Uh, Well, like you said earlier, uh, 10-10, I have the taking over with Ed. It feels like NXT all over again, but it's not NXT, so it's different programming, there's 10 people. Uh, But yeah, Paris won't be with us uh, tonight, unfortunately. But I do have my partner, Ed, back again for one night only, at least. Um, Other than that, I have Thursday making an impact with Cody. We talk about Impact Wrestling uh, just after uh, Bobby does his show with MLW and Papa Smokes as they chat and recap it. And other than that, if you go on my YouTube page, you'll definitely see my episodes with Mel for Ladies' Wrestling Showcase. And my uh, Astrid Ass episodes, I have 10 at the moment. 11 is coming up soon, hopefully. And 12 after that, hopefully, too. Uh, And then on the weekends, I do my Women's Wrestling Talk NXT review. Uh, So I have that up on the weekends that you'll see on my Twitter and their socials, too.
1: How can they follow you?
0: Yeah, my Twitter, Astrid Pizarro, and my Instagram, Astrid Pizarro20.
1: There we go, people. There we go. What what is what is this what does this even mean, Chris? I saw the I saw the sign and it opened up my eyes. I saw the sign. Now the <laughs> understanding. Then I checked my phone and almost died. What? I please don't die. Please don't die. oh ed i love you i love you astrid says we don't die here yes that is correct we do not die here ah you don't check your phone when you're driving no i don't i don't um you know i i I go into church to talk to god but if i ever want to meet him i think maybe i'll text while driving uh what you talking about parish yes Yes, this has been a fun episode. I am so happy that everyone was here to join us for this program. I am going to take a look here. I'm going into my Twitch page right now. Let's go into this section here. Let's take a look at who we can raid right now. Thankfully, I have no copyright strikes, which is fantastic. And hopefully soon we will be making our way to the affiliate status. Make sure that you're checking out our local establishment's Twitch page as well. There's always great content that is happening over there. Please make sure that you're going over and supporting them as well. They have been absolutely amazing for not only myself, but for Astrid as well. And so many other people. They are a great collective group here um uh, so happy, so happy. Parish, if you uh, can log in to the Olay Twitch stream, if you have that availability, um go raid heal Kevin and um I will do the same thing. So we will both be sending whoever we each have over there to go raid heal Kevin another great guy. So happy for that guy. He does great stuff over there too. And he's very appreciative every time that we do good things for him. So we are not the Borg. We are not the Borg. That is right. Astrid, I love you so much. Thank you very, very much for being here. We definitely need to bring you back on so that we can, uh, maybe at a different time when, um, maybe we'll have to do a special episode. Maybe that's what we'll have to do. We're going to have to do a special episode of me and Astrid where we can just go ahead and talk the talk and do what we need to do. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us here. This is absolutely fantastic. Remember the world is a scary place. Take care of each other.